Chapter 27 The next morning, Ratchet was involuntarily elected to the position of road captain. Lex's only words were, Don't fuck this up and get us lost. Everybody laughed, and with that, the Iron Kings were on the road back to Tennessee. Jason rode with the main pack, glad to no longer have to bring up the rear with the other prospects. His road glide was not yet one year old, but he already had nearly 30,000 miles on it. It was running better than ever, and Jason enjoyed the power he felt from it rolling along the highways. Riding amongst the club was loud. Nobody had baffles in their exhaust pipes. But to Jason and the rest of the Iron Kings, it was beautiful music. Other traffic generally got out of the way of any large group of motorcycles, and when a band of one percenters rolled through town, they were unmistakable. Their bikes were louder, much louder than a collection of citizen motorcycle enthusiasts. All the bikes had aftermarket handlebars. Most were A-pangers, but a few were very short, very narrow, or set very low on the bike. The bikers themselves took great pains to look different from the public. Long hair, long beards, tattoos and piercings were common. The public just wanted these guys out of their town, so they moved aside and let them through. Jason liked that. The ride home took a few days, and when they arrived, Jason attended his first official church. As the members sat at a large table in a room behind the bar at Apangers, the prospects stood guard and tended the bar out front. Lex opened the meeting. The only real business we need to settle tonight is what to do about re-establishing the Iron Kings in Delaware. Word has come down from National that our chapter will take the lead on dealing with the competition. We can use any members from the other chapters that we need, and we have some great intel thanks to a couple of the old ladies who stayed behind. We know the two primary groups that pressured us out. One is a black gang called the Hood Rats, and the other is a chapter of another motorcycle club, the Low Lifes. We know where their clubhouses are, and we know when they meet. Any ideas? Bull was the first to speak. Let's go in there and cut off their president's head. Those motherfuckers will back down after that. Let's burn their fucking clubhouses to the ground, offered Lefty. Several patches spoke up in agreement with Bull's suggestions, but Lex quieted the crowd. We have 20 AKs. I am positive we have them outgunned. Does that change any minds? Jason spoke. Lex, there's a smart way to do this. Here's my suggestion. We have 20 AKs. Let's put together a team of 20 guys. We can get some of the enforcers from our sister chapters. We can rent a couple of vans and go up there, not wearing our cuts and not drawing any undue attention to the club. We can hit them at their meeting place while they're all there. I don't believe they will put much of a fight up against all our firepower. I believe we can make them surrender without firing a shot. Let's say that plan works. What do we do with them then? We boot their asses out of town and we're back in business. If we go in there and start shooting, or if we torch them, then there will be a lot more pressure for the cops to come after us. If we just quietly kick them out, then nobody really cares. There was a long silence in the room. Everybody looked at Jason and Lex in an effort to see what they were thinking. 
Finally, Lex spoke. If we go with your plan, 45, I want you to lead it. I can sell this to National. Who do you want to go along? I'll have a list to you by tomorrow. There are several guys from different chapters that have the skills I need. Young, strong, prior combat experience. I'll need a couple of weeks to organize all of it, but I think by mid-September we'll be back in business in Delaware with no competition. Lex wrapped the gavel on the table and smiled. Done. Now let's get drunk.